this is Liz Fletcher Brown and welcome to another episode of Women Working Solo but not working alone. The podcast for women entrepreneurs in the health and helping professions that want to create a business that matters and a life that they love. And today I want to chat with you about the four steps that you have to have in place if you want to attract your absolutely dream client or customer. So let's just jump right in. Today I'm going to kind of give you a broad stroke perspective of the four steps and in later episodes I'm going to dive deeper into individual ones. Four steps you have to have in place to attract your ideal dream client or customer. So the first step, interestingly enough, is it kind of comes back to you and that you really have to know yourself. And you think, well, why is that, Liz? Here's why. Your perfect client is perfect because they are total match for you. And that means they are aligned with the things that you have to offer and that the things that excite you and make you come alive. And so let's take a quick look at what those things might be. One of them is your sense of mission or purpose or your passions. You really want your ideal clients to be aligned with that because when you are doing work that aligns with your own sense of purpose and mission and your passions in life, you'll find that you have intrinsic motivation to keep going when the going sometimes gets tough. So you want to get clear on what those things are for you before you start thinking about who your client is going to be. The other part of knowing yourself is to get clear on what I call your superpowers. And that would be kind of the summation of your strengths and your talents and your natural style. And I don't just mean things you're good at, but the things that when you do them, you absolutely come alive. And so it's good to kind of get a sense of what those things are for you because you will do your best work when you're in your zone of brilliance. And to know that, first, you have to clarify what is your zone of brilliance and what are the strengths that you have that when you do those things, you're energized because that will make you more magnetic and make it easier to attract in your perfect client. Another aspect of knowing yourself is to get really clear on what your core values are. Because, again, you want to attract in clients that are in alignment. Not that they have to have the same values as you, but they have to be in alignment with your core values. Because, again, that's where your sweet spot is and that's what's going to make you come alive when you're in that zone. So these are some of the things you want to be considering in yourself before you even start thinking about who you want to attract in. So once you've kind of gotten a sense of knowing yourself and what are your passions and your purpose and your mission and what are your core values and what are your superpowers, the next step, that's your first step, know yourself. The next step is to clarify who your dream clients would be. And so a lot of times people start by looking at target market and certainly that's an issue you want to be thinking about is it a particular industry or, or target market segment but that is just a tiny little piece of the whole picture i think what's even more important are the qualities that your dream client has because at the end of the day there may be a lot of other people also with similar skill sets marketing to the same market 
But the qualities that you have and the qualities that you want to attract in your dream customer, at the end of the day, often have a lot more impact on a good match than anything else. Because on a personality level, for example, or a behavioral level, if there's things that they do that just aren't a good fit for you, no matter how perfect they are in every other way, it's not going to work. So you want to get really clear on all the different things that make up your dream client. So let's recap. The first step is to really know yourself. The second step is to really clarify who your dream client is so that you know who is you're aiming to, to attract him. So that's your second step. The third step is to get clear on where you're going to find your dream client. So once you've identified who they are, the next step is to think about where is it they hang out both online and offline so that you can then present yourself and your expertise in their path so that they find you. So you want to be thinking about where do they tend to shop, where do they spend their money, where do they hang out, where do they enjoy um, communicating with others, are there any groups online and offline that there are members of or associations and what magazines do they read and what books do they read and what podcasts and videos. So you just want to start to get a sense of where do they hang out so that you know where you're going to present yourself or plop yourself down in their path so that they will find you. So that's the third step is get really clear on how you're going to find them, where they hang out. The third step, the fourth step rather, is you're going to have to next think about how you're going to attract them. So there's two aspects to attracting your perfect client once you've identified who they are and where they hang out. So in terms of attracting them, two, two aspects of it. The one aspect is, is a little more obvious in that you want to be thinking about specifically and hopefully when you've identified who your dream clients are, part of that process is also identifying what it is that their pain points or their problems or their challenges are that would seek them to look for you in the first place. But you also want to be thinking about what is it, what are the results that they are hoping to achieve right now in their life? What is it that is a challenge and they have a result they'd like to achieve and ideally something that you have a solution for? So what is their big problem that you have a solution for? And then you attract them by creating some kind of an offer, could be online or offline, that would then help solve their problem. And they, by doing so, bring them into your community. And of course, an example is a very obvious one is you um, create a free offer and it could be multiple things. It could be... Um, uh, something online, for example, it could be an audio or a video or it could be a, a workbook or a checklist or template, but you provide something for them that fills a gap in their life and in exchange, they give you an email address. Uh, it could be offline similarly, it could be something that you give them in exchange for, the, for a way to contact them and permission to then let them know about your other offers. So that's just the way to get them in the door so that you can then let them know about all the wonderful services that you provide for them. So that's the first part of attracting them, is you always want to have something to invite them to. So that's the first, and ideally something that matches the need they have with something that you are skilled at providing. But the other part about attracting your ideal client is you also have to be aware of how the process of attraction works. Um, it's a universal law that what you put your focus on, you tend to attract more of. In other words, where attention goes, energy really does flow. And 
I've known that for decades, and um, it always got put in the kind of woo-woo category. But however, now that we know more about how the brain works in neuroscience, because of functional MRIs, we can actually see the brain in action. Did you know that new neural networks are actually formed in your brain for anything you put your attention on? In other words, where you put your focus actually does shift the physical structure of your brain, which then shifts how you act and, and the results that you get. And so if you find, for example, that you're always focusing on your lack of clients, well, guess what? Where attention goes, energy really does flow. So just as relevant as creating a physical offer or a virtual offer to give to your ideal client to help them to come into your, your sphere of influence, it's just as important to spend time thinking about and creating in your own mind who it is you want to attract and and visualizing it and also being aware of focusing on the places where you are already attracting your ideal clients and just being aware of the fact that if you're always focusing on not having clients that's going to make it really hard to attract your perfect clients in the door just because of that universal law. Anyway, I'd love to chat much more about this because I think the whole part of the brain science is absolutely fascinating and I will be doing more, sharing more conversations about this later. But for now, just remember those four steps to attract your perfect client. First step, you gotta know yourself. What is it that makes them perfect and knowing how, it, how they're a perfect match for you? Second step, get clear on who that ideal client is. Third step, know where you're going to find them. And fourth step, what are you going to do to attract them in, create an offer so you have something to uh, always invite them to? And don't forget, visualize those ideal clients coming to you in droves because that's just as powerful. Anyway, that's today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. This is Liz Fletcher Brown and you're listening to Women Working Solo but Not Working Alone, the podcast for women entrepreneurs and the health and helping professions that want to create a business that matters and a life that they love. Till next time. 